Hey there. Welcome to 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. I'm Lindsay, and I'm joined by my co-host and real-life partner, Carling. We're diving into the 90s hit drama through today's lens. Get ready for our off-the-cuff commentary and peeling back the layers of the Camden family. We'll tackle everything from family rules, life lessons, and 90s fashion. Join us every week for a light-hearted queer perspective and a trip down memory lane. Whether you're a die-hard fan or new to the show, this recap is for you. So find us anywhere you get your podcasts at 7th Heaven, a lesbian recap. Hi there, Carling here. Whether this is your first episode of this podcast you're listening to, or you're working backwards from the more recent ones, these earliest episodes require a bit of patience, humor, and understanding. These episodes are a time machine back to when I had no idea what I was doing in editing, sound quality, or production. And there were two hosts. We were full of passion, laughter, and a whole lot of trial and error. But here's the thing. These episodes are the essence of my humble beginnings, and I'm hoping that's part of the charm. The raw authenticity that shaped the foundation of this podcast. Although this podcast has evolved and my interview skills and audio quality have vastly improved, the heart and soul of these episodes remain timeless. The stories I shared back then, they still hold significance and are worth hearing. These episodes make me appreciate how far I've come. So thank you in advance for your patience and enjoy. And they were like, you need to tell us the truth. Is Santa real? (gasps) (laughs) Michelle. What's happening? Why are we even? Why are we even talking to each other right now? I know. Who are you even? <laughs> I miss you. I know. It's only been like three days. Oh, it's too many days. It's, it's too, many, too days. many days. Yeah, I I don't like it. And now we're kind of like midweek, releasing an episode. Yeah. Yeah, so um, our guest from Tuesday's episode, Amanda, was a little nervous about her episodes being out there for kind of anyone to listen to and asked us to put her episodes um, on the Patreon. Yeah, so which is totally valid. Her story um, deals with a lot of different people and she made the decision or she asked us if we could just keep it for the Patreon. Mm -hmm. So... Obviously, we want to honor that. And so we're doing just a little like midweek recap so that we still have an episode this week. Yeah. And I guess that means, unfortunately, part two will now be on the Patreon. Yeah. And that is not something that we, um, you know, did for. We, didn't, we did not conspire to do this. Absolutely not. No, we didn't, uh, you know, decide to make that choice for personal gain or anything like that. It was just a. Uh, a decision that Amanda um, came to after we released the first episode and we are going to honor that. Yeah. And I think that's kind of just indicative of like, you know, when we started, oh, also happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. So it is kind of funny that one year ago today, we sort of like publicly announced that we wanted to start a podcast. Yeah. And so that was one year ago today that we started our Instagram and Facebook. And um, it would be another six months before we launched with episodes. But, um, (laughs) you know, take time. 
It's true. And in the yeah. spirit of what, you know, what we're trying to do is really give a platform for people to share their stories um, so that they're, so that other people can hear them and relate to them. Um, but in saying that, I think also, you know, we've also experienced where sometimes you just want to still tell your story, but keep it a little bit private. Protected, yeah. 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 I mean, and I still can't believe like all the amazing people that we've been able to interview and talk to and share their stories. And it's just been so cool. I know. And we have so many interviews coming up. Mm-hmm. We do. And so many people that we still haven't even had time to schedule. Mm-hmm. Can this just be our full-time job yet? Oh, seriously. It would be nice. This week has been so crazy for both of us. Yeah. Your kids started school. They started school and then it's my daughter's ninth birthday today and it's my How twins. How is that even possible? I know. And then my twins turn four tomorrow. Oh my god. So it's been a lot of birthday prep and I, I'm very conscious to keep the two birthdays separate. Yeah. So I did, you know, the decorating last night and left out um, Julia's gifts so she could wake up to that. And now I've basically done it all again tonight with the twins and a few different decorations. And and then do you think there's going to come a time in the not so distant future that you're going to have to split them three ways? Like, Oh, I hope not. Are the twins <laughs> going to want some individual? I'm sure they will. I'm sure there will come a time where we need to do something like that. Um, is that a twin thing? Somebody I don't know. Shout out to us. Tell yeah. us. I if mean, twin. For, for right now, they're they're happy to be birthday buddies, which they call yeah. each other. So oh. that is fine with me because that takes... And I mean, I've always done birthdays pretty big, but since losing Anthony, I just... It's one of the things that I have a really hard time kind of getting motivated to do. And I feel like I'm not making it special enough. And I feel like I'm not... I don't know. I just, I've always um, been kind of a planner and a party person and, you know, parties that I've had in the past have been quite big and lots of cooking and lots of prep. And I just don't have it in me anymore, honestly. And it's, I mean, I'm sure it's part of the grief of of like kind of, you know, just him not being here to, Mm -hmm. to celebrate with us. So um, yeah, we're doing the best we can, but I mean, obviously during a pandemic too, there's not really much we can do. So, well, I can tell you, I would bet all of my money that your kids will look back on all of their birthdays with nothing but good memories oh, I hope because so. even when you do it, you know, not as big as before, you still make them really special. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. So... I hope I so. I just can't wait for my birthday in November and oh, see what God. I wake up to. No pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you have to sneak into your house in the middle of the night. I'll sleep over the night before my birthday. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. Um, and then today I came home. So I had to work today and tomorrow. So that's kind of bad timing, I guess, to have to work on their birthdays. Yeah. Um, but I had the two days before off and I tried to get as much done as I could. Um, but then today I came home from work and my three oldest kids literally attacked me and they were like, you need to tell us the truth. Is Santa real? (gasps) (laughs) Oh, and I was like, (laughs) 
And they're like, he's not real. He's not real. And I was like, if you don't believe, you don't receive. <laughs> like, <laughs> don't even oh like. God. Can we please get that on a shirt, a hat, a mug? That could be. I want a bumper sticker that says, if you don't believe, you don't receive. <laughs> But yeah, so now they are all convinced that Santa isn't real. Um, no. I mean, I found out when I was like five because my jerk brother told me. But like, Okay, well, we don't need to have generational trauma now impacting your kids. No, it's true. So I have not confirmed. So what did you, how do you? I don't know. I just said like, he's real and... And I'm like, how do you think that I can do all this stuff by myself? Like, yeah, get all the gifts and wrap all the gifts. Like, I don't have time for that. Yeah. So, and then it was like, is the tooth fairy real? Is the Easter bunny real? Is, you know, I'm like, oh, you guys. And so how did that even get sparked? I don't know. But then Adrian asked Google if if Santa was real. And Google, the friggin' idiot, like not even on our side, was like, most children um, are disillusioned by Santa, <gasps> either by an older, you know, sibling or kids at school, um, that he's not real. And I was like, are you freaking kidding me? I am like, going to turn into it. I'm going to go full Karen on Google. Like, Google, come on. Come on. <laughs> You're really going to do me like that? Like. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, that was fun. That's wild. I know. Um, wow. I found out because me and my friend Sarah, I think we were maybe eight or nine mm-hmm. and we were in, um, like playing in there in her basement and we went into this like crawl space, like, I don't know what we were playing. And then suddenly we found a bunch of gifts that said to Sarah from Santa. Oh man. And we were like, good. um, excuse me, <laughs> you've got some explaining to do. <laughs> and then they told us. Oh, yeah, that's not good. That's not good. Unless you're a kid listening, then Santa is very much real. Very real. I have it on good authority. Don't listen so, to Google. She's, she's, uh, she's, I don't know, part of Big Hallmark or something. I don't know. What about, um, Alexa? Oh. oh. Is Santa real? All I know is that someone has been eating all my cookies. Okay, see, that's a good answer. See? Google. Alexa, is the tooth fairy real? Many believe the tooth fairy leaves a little something under someone's pillow in exchange for a tooth. I wonder what she does with all those teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, Alexa's on our side. Google needs to get its crap together, like, immediately. crap together, Google. (laughs) That's wild. If I was inventing Google, that would be like, I would think like that would be the first question a kid would ask me. So I would like make sure I had a good answer. They should have a parental mode or like a yes. kid mode. <laughs> so that like it doesn't play unsavory. Yeah. So um, it doesn't like completely break people's yeah. hearts. Like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. I found out because um, where I used to live in Ontario, kids could submit their um christmas santa list to uh, or letters to the newspaper and then they would post them in the newspaper so we would read them in the morning eating our breakfast before we went to school 
And then my brother was like, you know that Santa's not real, right? And I was like, what? And I was only five. David, (laughs) not cool. No. All right. Enough about me. What's going on with you? Um, I got a job and I started the job. (gasps) So our intro. So for anybody that listened to Tuesday's episode before we remove it, Uh um, I started a new job. So it, I applied for it like a while back, like say six weeks back. Uh And then I kind of forgot about it because like COVID and I was, you know, laid off from my job, but didn't know what was happening. And so I kind of, I applied for it, but I didn't really put too much stock in it. And then they emailed me for a phone interview. So I did the phone interview. That was great. And then they were like, you know, you're not going to hear anything at least until the week of the 24th. Uh Don't panic if you don't hear from us. I'm like, great, fantastic. This was like the week before the 24th. And then two days later, they were like, can you do a video interview? And I was like, oh, okay. And so we did a video interview and the hiring manager was on holidays, but just videoed in. Mm-hmm. And then they had somebody else in it. Um, so we did that. And then um, I it went great, obviously. Um, <laughs> and they were like, you know, we're not going to make a decision until mid to end of the, of next week. So, you know, just don't panic. If you don't hear from us, I was like, great. And then literally later that day, <laughs> the, the HR person was like messaging me just about some like details that I'd said about like, you know, salary expectations and all of this stuff. Um, and then by, so that was on Tuesday. Then by Friday morning, I was signing my employment contract. Yay, that's so exciting. To start one week later. Yeah, so. um, I mean, especially in this job market, like. Yeah, like I recognize especially. Yeah, like my industry is like event management and event logistics. And Mm -hmm. so I recognize that there's not a lot of events happening because of COVID. So I feel super fortunate to get a job in an industry that I've really wanted to be in for a while. And um. I was real nervy nerve on my first day, but first days are always so hard just, and like, especially getting a new job during a pandemic is weird because there was no in-person interview. And so normally when you go in my experience, when you go in for an interview, you kind of get an idea of like, you know, the office layout, Mm -hmm. you know, what people's workspaces look like, what the building is like, what, you know, you kind of, you obviously walk past people and see kind of what the energy's like, but this was just, I totally blind. Yeah. My first day on the job was my first time in the building essentially. Yeah. And you know, now with COVID it's like you have to, there's a very specific protocol for entering the building and you have to, um, you know, like enter through a specific door, fill out a timesheet, sanitize your hands, put on a mask. Um, you have to fill out like a health pre-screen an hour before you arrive at work every day. So do you have to like submit it or do you hand it in? No, it's just like online. Yeah, it's just like an online thing and you just have to fill it out one hour before you start your day. Yeah, yeah. And so it's just wild, like wearing a mask. Yeah. I'm I'm pro-mask. I think we should be wearing masks, but like you're also not supposed to shake hands or go within six feet of somebody. So yeah. like meeting new coworkers, 
you're like standing awkwardly six feet apart, just like waving <laughs> like a little dork. I'm like, hi. Hey. Well, and like you, you can't like see anybody's smile or facial expressions. So it's just, yeah, yeah it's it really bizarre. Drips, yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, how is the place? Like, is it, it's pretty big, right? Like, are you finding yourself getting lost or um, are you I kind of in ventured. one area? <laughs> I haven't ventured out. It's like a big rec center. Yeah. So I haven't ventured out because I'm scared of getting lost. And, yeah. Unless like, um, so my boss took me on like a bigger, more in-depth like tour of the facility today. Yeah. And the whole time I was like, nope, I won't be able to find this again on my own. <laughs> I'd probably um, end up like in the pool or something. <laughs> Damn it, Carling, that's the waiting pool. Get out of there. Um, I can see the pool right from my office though. Oh, awesome. And I am tempted just to, like, run into it. Oh, it just man, looks so would... nice. Yeah, yeah, that would be nice on a hot day. Yeah, but everybody is so friendly. I'm sharing oh, an office, which I've never done before. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know. It, Like, it's fine. I think it'll be great, but it's weird. Well, and I mean, if you don't know kind of the other person's, like, work style and things like that, like... It's yeah. probably, you need to get used to it. Like, what if they whistle every two seconds? Or, like, what if they, <laughs> you know, make yeah. weird noises? Or we had a meeting this morning at work, and this guy came in, and he was using the ABM, and he would not stop whistling, and we could hear it in the branch. Oh so God. everyone's trying to, like, talk and have this meeting, and he's just, like, whistling. And then we realized that he had headphones on, so he probably didn't even, like, realize what he, he was, was just doing. just having a great day. I know, but it was so loud. That's so funny. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so annoying. And my boss is like, you're so negative. He's he's happy. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> you're like, someone go tell him to stop. I know. I'm like, come on, dude, stop whistling. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching a training video. And so I had a mask on because we're in a shared office. Uh-huh. And I was just trying to be very aware of how loud I was breathing through my nose. <laughs> like, you know, when you're just like focusing on something and you realize your like nose or mouth. Yes. Really yes. Yeah. So. Um, and do you, can you wear your own mask or do you have to put on one of their no, masks? No, we can, we can wear our own. Oh, that's good. So like, and I'm not a stylish person for anybody who sees me or knows me. Oh, so, <laughs> well, no, literally I went shopping with you, you know, I had to get some shoes and I was like what do I wear this with? What if yeah. I wear this? Can I wear this? And then like, I yeah. just don't know. Um, you're on the next so, episode of what not to wear. It's fine. You're, uh, you've been nominated pretty much. <laughs> Me and Devin are going shopping on Sunday and I'm hoping to find some more like pieces to pull it all together. Yeah, that's good. Um, but now I have to coordinate a mask too. Cause oh, like, that's true. Yeah. I don't want to wear a, well, I don't even have a good example. My army green mask with something you that doesn't that with go. Anything. Oh, okay. Well, see, I don't know these. See, it's a neutral color, <laughs> so you got to go with like the green, the black, the brown. Keep yeah. it neutral, and then anything else it will match with. Not match, go. It will go with it. Right. I'm not trying to match. I'm trying to go. Exactly. You're just trying to go. Sigh. But anyway, so yeah. Now we both have this sort of like the kids are in school. You're working. I'm yeah. working. I'm working a new job, so I still kind of don't know like what a typical I mean it's Monday to Friday but like you know I I just don't know kind of like what day-to-day is gonna look like so you don't feel comfortable enough to like duck out early and come hang out with me yeah I'm not gonna be like hey you cool I'm gonna I'm gonna bounce for the afternoon (laughs) maybe give it a couple weeks before I bounce for the afternoon (laughs) yeah yeah 
Um, so yeah, so it'll be interesting. Now we've got like the podcast, your job, school, uh-huh. my job. It's good COVID. though, because we both like to keep busy because we don't like to face the reality of what's actually going on in our lives. Yeah. So it's good. Yeah. All good. Yeah. <laughs> It's great. No, it's good. My brain is just tired. Like I haven't worked yes. in six months. Yeah. And so suddenly I have to wear real people clothes. Mm-hmm. My feet hurt from wearing not Birkenstocks. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Gotta do your hair every morning and wake up and do my hair. Oh my gosh. Annalisa fixed my hair. Oh, thank goodness. She did so such a good job. She took it from <laughs> drab to fab. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> She took it from Karen to like, I don't know, Becky or something. <laughs> <laughs> Becky with the good hair. <laughs> yeah, Becky with the good hair. Um, yeah, I got to like, you know, I got to care how I look every day. Yeah. I got to pack a lunch. You didn't I care how wait. you looked every day when you came to my house. Oh, heck no. I just rolled in <laughs> half the time. Like, did not sure if I'd showered. Um, now I have to wake up before eight. Yeah, man. I have to be like functioning at a certain level before eight. I mean, and I guess I do too now, like, cause now that school started, my kids are up at seven fifteen. Ugh. I mean, it makes the mornings go a little bit easier because I'm up and actually getting myself ready instead of like yeah. waiting until the last possible minute. But yeah. Um, and the kids are actually like the little kids are doing really good at daycare. I've heard for like the third day in a row now that nobody cried. Oh. So that was always, that's always nice to hear. Yeah. And they're super excited for their birthday tomorrow. Oh, like how are they four? I know. It's, it's crazy. I remember holding them as like little itty bitty newborns. I know. I know. I was saying, I was saying that I was like, um, Nine years ago today, I gave birth to an almost 10-pound baby. And then four years ago tomorrow, I gave birth to two six-pound, five-ounce babies. They were both six pounds, five ounces? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They were exactly the same weight. That's unreal. Isn't that crazy? Maybe I should tell my story of how I learned how I was having twins. Because I did not sign up for that. I always secretly wanted twins, which is insane. Like I now like looking back, I'm like, I should have had twins like first. Yes. (laughs) Not last. But the night before I was going for my ultrasound, I had to go for a dating ultrasound. So it was only like seven weeks. And um, is there something beeping in your house? No. Oh, weird. Okay. Oh. Oh. No, I have a fan going. I don't know. Oh, okay. Anyway, so I went for my ultrasound and Anthony was driving to a job like out of town. And I told him he didn't need to come because it was just a like an, a super early ultrasound, like no big deal. Except that because I've had so many losses in between um, my other kids, I am terrible at ultrasounds. I, I immediately think that there's something wrong. Yeah. And so I was basically having a panic attack like in the waiting room. Um. And then I went in and it was a student doing the ultrasound. Oh. And so everything was taking a lot longer and there wasn't a lot of talking. And I was like, something's wrong. Something's wrong. 
and I looked up at the screen and I saw two different sacks with like, oh. and I've had, I've had a kajillion ultrasounds. Like I could yeah. be an ultrasound tech at this point. Like <laughs> I've had so many and, uh, I was like, oh my gosh. And the night before I had said to Anthony, I said, what are you going to do if I call you and it's twins? completely like like with no thought behind it yeah and he said I would laugh so I'm looking at these two sacks and I'm like holy crap there's two and she's doing the ultrasound and she's like okay I'm just gonna go get um the the teacher the guy who was helping her and I'm still thinking like there's something wrong and yeah uh, he comes in and he's like okay we'll just label that one a and that one b I was like, is it twins? And he's like, yeah, she didn't tell you. And I was like, no. Oh my God. And so I'm freaking out. And to them, it's just like a normal Tuesday, like at the ultrasound place, right? They're just like, lady, could you please calm down so we can get these measurements? And (laughs) so, and then they're trying to get my heartbeat for the record or whatever. And they're like, could you just try to control your breathing so we could get a heart rate? I was like, "Uh, no. Like, yeah, you just, I cannot. Two babies. Yeah. And I was like, you need to give me every single picture possible because my husband is not going to believe me. That's so funny. It was crazy. And then I got out of there and um, I'm sitting in the waiting room waiting for my pictures. And I I texted Anthony and I was like, I'm going to call you, but it was taking longer. And then he was getting worried that there was something wrong. Yeah. Um, So then I finally called him. And the first thing I said is, are you ready to laugh? And he was like, oh yeah. And he was like, no, no way. And I was like, yeah. And I told him the night before that I would never joke about something like that. Yeah. I think that's just like super bad, like, yeah, juju if you do stuff like that. So, yeah. Uh, He's like, no way. And I'm like, dude, there's two. And obviously, we already had three kids, and Kate yeah. wasn't even two yet. Oh, my. She was a year and a half, maybe, probably even younger. Yeah. Yeah. It was nuts. That's so incredible. I called a few people and he wanted to be the one to call his mom and I was going back there to pick up the girls. And so I was like waiting outside in the car while he was calling her. And then I went in and she was just like freaking out. Aww. So, and then I waited another like three or four weeks before I told my parents because we were going to Florida um, to meet up with them to go on vacation. And I wanted to tell them in person and I made like a picture book and the very last picture was all of us. Um, Marie had taken our picture and everyone was holding a balloon and it said like one, two, three, four. And then I was holding one over my belly and it was supposed to say, yeah, it was supposed to say four. So she had taken that picture the day before my ultrasound and we had ordered the book and then found out the next day that it was twins. <laughs> so then we had to, I then added a coupon in the back saying like, two for one or something like that so oh my god I know so crazy and then the bummer part of it all was that we were in Florida and we went to Disney World and Legoland and Busch Gardens and I literally couldn't go on any rides oh and I was so bummed yeah like I could go on the ones where you sit in the boat and you like you know Pirates of the Caribbean or whatever I'm like I just want one like I don't know dip or like flip you know (laughs) Well, your body was just getting you ready for a different kind of wild ride. I know. It was crazy. And now they're going to be four. That's so 
That's wild. I literally don't know how we survived the first year. I don't even remember it. Thank God I took a bunch of pictures because it yeah. was so blurry to me. That's so crazy. Yeah. Um, I don't know why this just made me think about Halloween. It has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I mean, but, it's terrifying. <laughs> well, we... Um, guys, for October... I want to have some guests on the show that have like ghost stories. Yes. And so if you have a ghost story that you've lived through. Yes. Well, obviously if you're alive <laughs> to live to tell it. Okay. Hold on. If you have a ghost story that you haven't lived through, <laughs> I want to hear that story. <laughs> you really have to get hold of us. Um, try flickering the lights, <laughs> closing a window. Get a Ouija board and we'll yes. figure it out. I know um, Jana has a lot of stories. Jana is very in tune with people yeah. who have passed. Yeah. So if you have a story, please reach out to us. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, you want to know what's so crazy? What yeah. happened I, after I dropped the kids off at school on Tuesday, I was driving away and you know how I have that cell phone thing in my car that is motion yeah. detector. And so if something goes in front of it, it opens so you can put your cell phone on it. It kept opening and closing while I was driving and nothing was touching it. Nothing was near it. And I was like, Anthony, it was Anthony. <laughs> he was sitting in the passenger seat, just trying to mess with you. Yeah. Like, like he came to school with me to drop off the kids. And then like, he was like messing with the, yeah, <laughs> Anthony, if you're listening to this, no, don't. I'm a, I'm alone in my room right now. Do not. <laughs> I'm gonna freak out. Honestly, I have a, I have a cross on, um, above my bed, and it was on his casket, and it has fallen a few times, and I'm just like, you <sighs> son of a. Like, <laughs> how dare you scare how me like that? How <laughs> dare you? So Aww. I was I was listening to a new podcast called well it's not new new to me it's called Red Handed and it's a uh, two women in the UK. Is it good? It's really good. Yeah, they're really yeah they're really fun. Oh, and good. Uh, they were telling stories about people who who had written in that had encounters with ghosts and they were so freaky. I love it. Yeah. Like I love people telling me their ghost stories. I know. So if you have a story, even if you just want to write it into us and then we yeah. can read it yes. um, for the month of October and we'll just scare the crap out of ourselves. Oh, well, of course it's like 10 o'clock that we're recording. I know. Um, and now I'm now like way less tired. Now I'm all like jacked up <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> I got to go and I'm so brain dead from trying to learn a new job. I know. But you know, you have so many animals in your house. Do they ever just like stare off into the distance and you're like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. What are you looking at? In fact, we have a mouse issue Ugh. and you'd think that we have five cats that mm -hmm. they might, you know, natural instincts might kick in. But alas, no, they just stare under the fridge, but they don't oh, do anything. Is that where they are? I think so. So we have, we've got, we had an exterminator come in. Um, and did he find like a nest or anything? No, because they live in the walls. <laughs> Damn it, Carling. I would have moved out like that second. I yeah, have dealt every... with mice and I cannot handle it. 
Lindy found a, like there was a spider in the basement the other day. She's like, that's it. We're moving. <laughs> so if anybody wants to buy our house, it's great. It's charming. 1950s bungalow. Comes with spiders, mice. Uh, they'll throw in a few cats <laughs> for you if you'd like. They're useless, but you can have yeah. them. Yeah. Um, Every house I've lived in, knock on wood so far besides this house. Actually, I guess the last house didn't either. Uh, has had mice. And the farm especially was just yeah, like, well, yeah. I mean, I literally turned on our bedroom light and a mouse ran across my bed. Nope. That and weird. the next day I went and got a cat and me and Anthony slept on the couches that night because there was no way we were sleeping in our room with a mouse like hanging out in there with us. Uh, and it's never just one mouse. Like, okay, what if you woke up and it was running across you? I, I'm pretty sure that I had one climbing up my pant leg once when I was sleeping. No. And I, I, I thought I was dreaming, but now that I know that they were like in my room, yeah, um, it was I'm real. like pretty confident that it was like running out my pant leg. Oh <laughs> it's, it's, so now, they're just so, it's 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. I need to go to bed and now I'm scared of ghosts, mice, and spiders. Yep. Yeah. That's great. This is great. Um, if you're still And I'm sorry, you said you were tired from work <laughs> and this is going to be real good for you. Um, we just thought this was going to be a quick little episode. Oh, sorry. No, oh. Oh, no. I don't want to call it a filler episode, like an update it's episode. Run in my mouth over here. Amit, <laughs> like, shut up, Michelle. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go to bed. Um, but no, I didn't want to just take down Amanda's episode and yeah. not replace it. And then I thought it, it is kind of good timing because we do have quite a few updates with like what's yeah. going on in our lives. And, yeah. you know, we wanted to explain that like her episodes are still available, but they're just going to be on the Patreon. So. Yeah. And I think this is, uh, yeah, a perfect time to, like we said, ask people for their stories if they have any, um, especially for October. But if you have any stories, I mean, we're always looking for people to interview. And yeah, yeah I don't know. My brain is just dead, guys. This is yeah. like learning a new job. I'm learning a new database. Ooh, yikes. Names and procedures. And... Oh, Melanta. Well, go to bed. I'm going to go to bed. So thanks for listening. I keep saying, if you're still listening, because I think people are going to be like, ugh. Like, ladies, that's enough. Um, But if you haven't already, follow us on social media everywhere at I Did Not Sign Up For This. And um, if you are interested in joining our Patreon, we are having a lot of fun yes. making bonus content. And um, the $8 level gets you a little bit of swag. And um, yeah, it's just a good time. And it's a good way to support us i think my favorite episode so far is uh the one with your with your stalker that one yeah. is bananas i mean we it's laughed wild. a lot during that one it's wild <laughs> it's crazy okay go to bed because right, tomorrow you you're gonna wake up with two four-year-olds yeah in my bed <laughs> in- <laughs> and i'm gonna wake up and go to work like a real adult human oh man Lame, i try to pretend man. i'm functioning you can do it. I believe in you. I can do it. Um, all right, guys. Have a good night, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.